Come see the new quiz show, Go Fact Yourself, with special guests Andy Richter and Fresh Air's Tanya Mosley. It's March 23rd at the Crawford. Get your tickets at las.com slash events. Levi. So I have this dog. His name is Levi. Oh, don't sit down. <laughs> We're going for a walk. One of his favorite things to do when we're going for a walk, do you think any lizards, is hunt for lizards. And the other day, we're out and about. Is that a lizard? And a little lizard pops his little head out, sees Levi, and then disappears. Levi, of course, is a bit confused. He stared at this bush for a long minute. Okay, are you recording on your end? Yes, I'm recording now. This little lizard moment made me think of a conversation that I had with Snooze Squad producer Marina Pena, who loves animals. <laughs> Sometimes even more than people. Like, I just look into their eyes and I'm just like, wow, um, you and I are connecting right now. <laughs> Girl, that's special. We talk about animals that camouflage similar to this lizard that I saw with Levi, and how they do what humans do too. It's just easier to blend in with our environment, uh, our surroundings, try and, and make ourselves fit in. Even when we're not supposed to. But what happens when blending in means you can't really be your truest self? Hello? Hey, dude. How are you? Hey, Marina. I'm good. Just got off work. Um, my mom to pick up Well, that's when you give us a call. You're listening to Snooze, a show about things people put off, how they conquer them, but most importantly, how they conquer themselves. And I'm Megan Tan. Let's go! Keep going. Come on. Tell me, what were you like as a kid? Uh, how would you describe yourself? I was a daddy's girl, so I would go to work with him every all the time and very funny. I would always be like the funny one in the family, making everybody laugh and just being myself, my goofy self. Marina, tell me who this is. That right there is my friend Sarah. She's one of the most kind-hearted and selfless people I know. She's really close to her family, the oldest of four, and is always looking out for her siblings. When did you guys meet? I met Sarah at the beginning of last year, and we've hung out a lot. We're both Argentinian. Sarah and I really bonded over the fact that our dads are basically from the same place in Buenos Aires, Capital, as the porteños like to call it. But our dads are a little different. Mine is an accountant, and Sarah's is a restaurant owner, and... A pastor. 
he runs his own Christian church. Sarah grew up attending her family's church every Sunday. She would hear her dad deliver sermons like these. To their entire congregation. And Marina, what's her dad like? He's very friendly and warm, welcoming to everyone, big personality, and very much someone who looks into your eyes and tries to understand you as a person. And Sarah loves her dad and all the work that he does as a pastor. They're very close. So naturally, her faith became a huge part of who she is. I did go into that like teenage phase that I think everybody goes through that you know, you you're like start to question and you start talking back and all that. But after that, I realized that, hey, you know, it's like got to get it together and <laughs> snap out yeah. of it. But other than that, I mean, I always feel like church or the faith, what we grew up with, always kind of brought me back. It centered you? It centered me back to what I should be doing. Sarah's dad provided a community for her through church, and he also introduced Sarah to her love for music. And I remember um, my dad would play the guitar, and he would be like, Sarita, and then I would come running up the stairs, there was like a bunch of stairs, and I would just stand there and start singing my heart out. That's always been like a big memory of mine, him on the guitar, me singing, and. Also, I, I remember this pretty vividly, being in Argentina with my family. My dad got out his guitar, and he's like, Sarita, everybody's like, Sarita, sing for us. So I started singing, and I see my tias like crying, and like things like that. Those are moments that I hold very close to my heart. So music brought Sarah closer to her father, her community, and also memories from Argentina. It was a way for her to feel connected. And I totally get this because certain songs also bring me back to my family. Like the great Argentine folk singer Mercedes Sosa, whose beautiful voice reminds me of the human rights protests my parents lived through. And my personal favorite. Luis Alberto Spinetta and Charlie Garcia, who many consider the founders of Argentine rock, and remind me of the effervescent streets of Buenos Aires, where my parents grew up. But despite Sarah's closeness to her family, being an Argentine pastor's kid wasn't always easy. News. We'll be back after this commercial break. 
Imagine if you could charge your electric vehicle at the places you already love to eat, shop, and play. Whether you're at the movies, on your weekly grocery trip, or running errands at your local mall, Volta EV charging stations are built around your day-to-day and located in your community and nationwide. All you have to do is check in, plug in, and go about your day. It's EV charging made convenient. Download the Volta app to find your new favorite place to charge. Now, back to the show. I had to, like, be the example of others as well, which was a little tough. But the good kid. Yeah, I had to be the little holy kid, but... <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, Sarah easily puts others before herself. If she's on a tight deadline at work and you call, she'll answer. She prays every morning before breakfast. And if you look at her bookshelf, it's full of Christian authors. Like, Sarah doesn't do anything wrong. But still, her dad wanted to protect her from bad influences. And sometimes, this made it difficult for Sarah to be herself. He grew up in a very conservative church where there was, like, the girls wearing skirts, no makeup, no piercings, none of that. As I was growing up, it was never an issue to wear jeans. And then it got to one point where um, I guess I was developing into a teenager, and you know, you start... You start growing into a woman. I guess he started to feel a little insecure and he wanted to take away my jeans. I remember. I remember this clearly because it was like a tough time I was going through. Because jeans were shapely. Yeah. And, you know, guys, I guess it's like provoking. Guys tend to look there. And I remember waking up and he had all my jeans like stacked up next to his bed. And I was just crying and like, what are you doing? What, what? Like, it was like a radical change from one day to another. So I remember I had to wear skirts, and it was for a good while, and I was, like, really sad. Eventually, he, he just gave him back, but it was, like, things like that. Also, like, the worldly music, he never wanted me to kind of, like, listen to it. He'd be okay, like, me watching Hannah Montana, things like that, but... No, Brittany... Oh, no. That's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was things like that growing up. Sarah told me that as she was entering high school, her relationship with her dad got even more strained, so she found comfort in music. I think there's something in the lyrics of Adele's All I Ask that gave Sarah the words to express the unhappiness she was feeling at the time. This is for all of you who are going through a heartbreak. <laughs> all I ask is if this is my last Man, Adele will definitely help you get through hard times. Sarah says that singing along to hits like these has served her well over the years. It's been her coping mechanism. It's been a way for her to channel her emotions into something beautiful. And for the longest time, she's always wanted to share that with others. Do you feel like you tap into another version of yourself when you're listening and singing uh, non-Christian songs? In a sense, 
because when I'm listening to Christian music or singing it, you know, you're singing to God. And people, you know, the Christian people, they're not judging you because that's what you're supposed to be singing. When I sing other music, I feel like I might be judged. But I feel like myself. Sarah wants to be the good daughter and set an example for her siblings and church community. But she also wants to be a pop star. She wants to sing something other than a Christian song for her friends, for her family, and especially for her dad, so that they can get to know her for her. First, you tell me what we're going to do. Yeah, so it's very exciting because it feels like we're finally getting stuff done with me. Something that I've been putting off for years. Um, simply posting me singing. That's the goal. Of course, the first big step for anyone who wants to become a pop star is that first public performance. And Sarah has decided to do hers on social media. It's not going to be a Christian song, right? It's going to be a song that of your liking that you choose. Yes, I feel like I can. Obviously, I'm going to sing Christian music as well, but um, I want it to be something that people can relate to and something that helped me push through and helped me to grow. And so why have you not done it up until this point? What has been holding you back? Yeah, so obviously the judgment factor that's always been a big thing. What are they going to say? I have a feeling that when Sarah says, what are they going to say? She's referring to the people in her church community, especially her dad. Yeah, of course, my dad too, because like I said, you're set to hold such an example, like of a perfect child, that you're a little bit scared. So what song are we going to sing do you have some ideas? Oh, my goodness. You're going to sing. I can't <laughs> sing. So. You can help me. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want it, like I said, I want it to be something relatable. Uh, there's been so many songs that I just sing to and um, I love. But, oh, my goodness. I can't, I can't, I don't have, like, a certain song yet. You haven't chosen it. Not yet. I want to choose, like, the right one. We're going to work on that. Yeah, we're working on that. <laughs> it's time for Sarah to stop with all the camouflaging and have her present herself on social media as Sarah, just Sarah. And the Snooze Squad is going to be there for her every step of the way. Megan. Good morning, Sarah. Eric. <laughs> Kyle. Hey, Sarah. We're going to help Sarah record one of her favorite songs and post it on Instagram, where the whole world can see, which might become a bit of an undertaking. Because if you follow Sarah, you know that she's never posted anything on IG before. news. We'll be back after this commercial break. 
At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. When you type in Sarah's handle into Instagram, you'll find a page that is blank. There are no posts. It's been blank for eight long cobweb years. And you've never posted never. anything on social media. I used You're to. like one of my <laughs> few friends who I see nothing. <laughs> and I have great stuff to post. I and know. You, know. you go all over the place. Like you went to Chicago the other day. Yeah. So, it's so bad. So tell me, like, oh my you've never posted no, anything. I know. <laughs> but Sarah's definitely on Instagram. She sends me reels and memes all the time. But she's more of a scroller and not a poster. Growing up, obviously, we would look at, oh, who liked it? How many people liked it? Those kind of things kind of, like, stayed. When I go to her page, above the emptiness are collections of stories, mainly from her gym life and travels. But there are no stories of her singing, which reminds me that she's not showing her friends and family who she really is. The plan is to have her record a video of her singing in a week's time, and we've decided that she's also going to post it. So not a lot of time, and the clock is definitely ticking, which if you're a procrastinator like me, you know how stressful that can be. Hey, it's Sarah Rosenbolt here. Today is November 9th, 2021, and it is 5.34 p.m. Um, I just finished doing some homework, and I was just listening to some music right now. Um, Adele. So I want her to update me with as many voice memos as she wants. And so what song are you thinking will be the song that you think? I was thinking... So I go over to her house. You, you like the Camilo? Mili Millones? Yeah, do you like that one? Yes. And we practice songs like Michones by Camilo, which feels like part of Sarah's personality because it makes you want to get up and dance. Gravity by Sarah Bareilles. What do you like the most about that song? This is one of the songs that I was going through a hard time with my family. And I was just bawling my eyes out in the car, driving to work. And it's one of those songs that just got me through. I want to be a billionaire so fucking bad. And Billionaire by Travi McCoy featuring Bruno Mars. I think I was walking out of middle school and everybody was talking about it. It was Bruno Mars. I want to be a billionaire. How I can relate to this. Next to Oprah and the Queen. And my dad popped into my head. Oh, 
As I help her decide on a song, I realize that a lot of the ones we're singing are songs her dad will likely not approve of. They all lack a Christian message. After all, would God sing about wanting to be a billionaire? Hey, it is November 13th on a Saturday. Um, I started thinking about how close I am to recording and actually putting myself out there. To make putting herself out there easier, Sarah tells me that she'd love it if her dad could also be a part of the video. But it may be tough to convince him. Why is it important to have your dad in the video? He's why I started singing in the first place. Um, he's always pushed me as well. When I didn't believe in myself and I would doubt myself, I feel comfortable, I feel safe when he's around and it's just like home. As much as Sarah would love for her dad to be in the video, I just can't see it happening. But for now, Sarah's in her element, in her own world where she's center stage, and her eyes are beaming. She's excited about what's to come. And we're going to ride out that ask for forgiveness, not permission wave for a bit. Hey, everybody. Today is a beautiful Sunday morning, November 14th. And I'm just sitting here thinking about what song to choose. You know, I'm a little bit indecisive and just trying to figure out which one it is that will get my message across. Hello, everybody. So today is actually Wednesday, November 17th, uh, 2021. And I am currently with my little sister, Victoria. Hi. Um, yeah, I've just been practicing this song that I really loved as a child and to this day. Um, you know, I had a hard time deciding what song to, to pick. And it's three days before Sarah's scheduled to post her video. She's sending me all these voice memos and I can sense her nerves. So I want to make sure she's feeling okay. I just wanted to check in with you because I know that it is nerve-wracking. Yeah. But I also, you know, want to encourage you to follow through with it. Um, Thank you. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be on anyone else's timeline but yours. But I yeah. do want, you know, I do want you to, you know, uh, do what you've been wanting to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that definitely has to happen. It's, uh, it's not... I know it's it's going to happen. It's just that, like, I guess I kind of get into my head, you know? Yeah, but, um, but you know that the people that you'll be presenting it to 
through your social media are all people that love you, you know? Yes. Like, they're not they're not people that are are there to say anything negative about you. You're not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and if there are those people then fuck them because <laughs> you know <laughs> I truly believe that. Except for Sarah, I know her dad's opinion still matters to her. So she's still trying to get him on board. Basically, what I told my dad was, hey, dad, like, I want you to listen, hear me out. You know, this song talks about how I'm feeling at the moment. And, you know, I feel like I identify with it a lot. Yeah, I want to talk about God, but this song, I think, is a good starting point to like get my message out there after that conversation sarah starts making progress again she finally decides on the song she's going to sing and records it are you gonna do this with me yeah the song yeah i think that's the one this is I was pretty sure God. Like when I when I heard it. It goes with my message, you know. Yeah, and I feel like the performance of it, you know, of just being like, this is me, and yeah. all of that that can be expressed through through your eyes, through your performance. Is, no, yeah, that would be great. Don't you think it's great? No, yeah, I love yeah. it. But even though she's recorded the song, Sarah's still hesitant about posting it on Instagram. I can feel her second-guessing herself. I can feel her worries that this post may open the floodgates to judgment. I sense her striving for an unrealistic sense of perfection. I was thinking of sending it to you before posting. Yeah, and yeah, and I'll... Um... I'll hear it and I'll look at it and I can't give you any approval, dude. Like anything you send me is gonna be great, you know? But okay. I'll I'll just I'll just give you like my you know my thoughts. But okay. it's gonna be great regardless. Just believe in yourself, dude. Yeah. It's six thirty AM and the day is finally here. I reach for my phone and turn off that damn alarm. And then I go on Instagram. I type in Sarah's handle, and I see nothing. I see nothing. The same nothing that has been there for the last eight years. So naturally, I refresh. And I refresh. I check my email, and I refresh. I get out of bed brush my teeth, and I refresh. Make some coffee. I don't know if you guys know this, but Argentinians have the best coffee. And I refresh. 
every time I push refresh, it's almost like I'm trying to make Sarah's video appear. I even convince myself that it may be too early in the morning for her to post something. So I wait and I refresh. And then 9 a.m. is here and I can't refresh anymore. How can I help you? You have done more than enough, Marina. Trust me. Like, you do not have to do anything else. Like, the fact that you're on, you're here giving me your time is always there for me. Like, I really appreciate that. And um, I'm not going to let you down. And it's not because I'm feeling poor. As I'm talking on the phone with Sarah, I can tell she's facing something we all face. When we're scared, we have the instinct to either run or fight the thing we fear. And there's a possibility she may be running away from posting her video because she's run away before. When Sarah was in high school, she decided to leave home. You didn't just want to be a pastor's kid. Yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. Like, I was just like, I am a person with my own thoughts and um, my own feelings. And that's not my identity. Like, I wasn't born to just be that. My, I am Sarah, and I get to choose what I do. So I always felt like I was always being directed and told what to do. And, you know, in a way, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't in the driver's seat. I was a passenger, so finally took control. Even though Sarah says she took control of her own life, she didn't let anyone know. She didn't tell her father that she was running away from being his daughter under his roof with his rules. But I want to tell Sarah that battling this fear, posting this video, will give her the opportunity to run toward her dreams instead of away from them. But I've done everything I can. And by this point, she might be tired of me. Who knows? So I call the snooze squad. What's um, up, Sarah? Hey! <laughs> Hey! Oh my God! I'm sorry to let you guys down. Oh wait, wait, wait! Nothing is happening yet. No one is being let down. <laughs> do Do you know this phrase? I'm gonna give you a phrase. Okay. Do you know this phrase? Uh, done is better than perfect. So, so done is better than perfect. That's because you can always tweak things. Always. But then mm -hmm. you're going to spend all of your time tweaking right. instead of making another song, you know? You're right. When we hang up, I text Sarah and let her know I'm still in her corner. Because I know that for Sarah, just being there, listening to her, and encouraging her goes a long way. And the next day, I type in Sarah's handle, and I see...
finally post her video. And the guitar you hear is being played by Sarah's dad. On November 24th, a day before Thanksgiving, Sarah's Instagram feed is no longer empty. There's a video of her doing what she loves for the whole world to see. Her friends, her family, and her father. To be honest, I didn't know if this would happen. We had a lot of conversations. I collected a lot of tape. But at the end of the day, you can only do so much. Sarah had to make things happen for herself. And I'm so happy she did. Sarah and her dad have come such a long way. And this video is just a testament of that. Hello? Hey, dude, you did it. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Ah, I'm so excited. How I know. I can't believe. I can't believe I did it. Um, I was like, I was like, oh my god, I just need to do it. And my little sister kept telling me, she's like, just post it already. Just post it. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, I was a little nervous, but I just decided. No, I was home. I just went to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, what, but what's your family say? Oh, well, my parents, my mom, my dad liked it. Um, we recorded a few before I decided on that one. Uh, so, what are you thinking? Are you thinking like you're gonna keep on singing and posting? Or? Yeah, and I want to, and now I want to post like my pictures too. So I'm looking forward ah! to all that. Yeah. <laughs> Before I give you scenes to the next episode of Snooze, I want to give a shout out to everyone who made this episode possible. The lead producer of this episode was Marina Pena. It was sound designed and produced by her and Kyle Chang. Eric Galindo, our showrunner, edited and fact-checked this episode. It was mixed and engineered by Donald Paz. Jessica Pilot is our talent producer. Antonia Cerejido and Leo G are the executive producers. Our theme song is by Wayne Dopeman. Andrew Epen wrote and composed the original music for this show. The original artwork for Snooze was created by Sana Hong. Additional production on this episode by Emma Alabaster. Make sure you hit follow, like, subscribe to Snooze wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Megan Lee Tan and the show at Snooze Podcasts. Our website on LAS.com is designed by Andy Cheatwood and the digital and marketing team who also created our branding. Snooze is a production of LAS Studios. Thanks to the team over there, including Taylor Kaufman, Sabir Brara, Kristen Hayford, Kristen Muller, Andy Orozco, Michael Constantino, and Leo G. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. If you like Snooze, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Trust me, it really helps. Like, it really, really, really helps. And we also would love to know what you think. And if you love Snooze, become a sustaining member of KPCC and LAS Studios by going to LAS.com slash memberships. Support the place that supports shows like this and people like me. On the next episode of Snooze, I speak to a music legend. How would you introduce yourself? To the party? Yeah. I'll get on the dance floor and start going on. Start (laughs) start gyrating, thrusting my hips, like frantically. They'll notice me. The one and only big boy from Outkast. He tells me about the woman who taught him to be kind and gives advice to the next generation of musicians. I'm Megan Tan, and thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brian, the host of How to LA, a podcast that is a love letter to Los Angeles. Independent movie theaters are having a glow-up moment. Vidiots and Eagle Rock, amazing. We have our friends at the American Cinematheque. The Vista just reopened. In our new series, Revival House, we'll take you inside these spots and share their history. Because movie history is L.A. history. Listen to Revival House on How to L.A. wherever you listen to podcasts.